Hello guys and welcome to a little update episode. This is just something I wanted to talk about considering that the world feels like it's gone completely insane in the last week. Um, so I just wanted to just give a little bit of an update of my plans in the next couple of weeks and even months depending on how long this goes on for um, and what I want to do with my podcast and where I see it going in the next couple of months. So for those who don't know, pretty much every major release for the next two months has been postponed and pushed back. A lot of them are indefinitely. We don't really have release dates for films such as Mulan, The New Mutants, uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. I did see just before starting recording that Fast and the Furious uh, 9 has been postponed a whole year until May 2021. So that's a little insane, but I guess it's just what is happening at the moment. So the coronavirus uh, is there, it's happening, there's a lot of things going on regarding it and I suppose a lot of media outlets and um, I guess social media outlets as well have really taken to this whole idea of just really highlighting I guess the pandemic of like fear and what is uh, I guess a lot of people's reaction to what is going on at the moment I think it's because of the way that the media is really hyping up uh, everything now my theory to this is because I guess now that we live in a very digital age it is so easy to read and see opinions on the internet Everyone has a voice, uh, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on Instagram, any form of social media, everyone is able to share their thoughts about what is going on. And I guess it's an example of how fear can really grow um, in our society today. I guess the last week, um, we've been receiving news, I suppose, about the coronavirus since the outbreak, uh, you know, roughly two months ago. And it's just been a continual progression I suppose uh, every country is getting really really scared and reacting in ways that are really affecting I guess everyone's way of life at the moment we're seeing uh, threats to the economy with uh, Wall Street reporting its worst day of trade on Friday since 1987 which is absurd uh, with you know hundreds of billions of dollars wiped off the table um, you know I- I've noticed myself just like little bits of my super which has disappeared which will come back but it's just one of those things I guess where we're experiencing um, I guess the repercussions of what is going on in the world at the moment um, whether it be you're out of toilet paper and hand sanitizer which is absolutely absurd or whether it be you know um, you can't go and see a new release movie because it's been postponed for 12 months it- it's just really crazy to think that because of how widespread the media is and, and what is going on, that it really impacts, I guess, everyone's way of life in, in small, you know, uh, a small fashion in some cases, but also large in other cases. Um, Chinatown, uh, upon the outbreak of the virus, experienced an 85% dip in trade in Sydney, which is, you know, crazy. And a few places have shut their doors because of it, because financially living in Sydney or operating a business in Sydney, you have a lot of upkeep and a lot of, you know, ongoing costs that still need to be paid. So I guess the reaction there being that the virus broke out in China, so we don't want to eat out in Chinatown. It's just absurd. And it's crazy to think that I'm here discussing this issue because I guess the best way to describe it for those who don't really I, I don't know, have an opinion about what is going on is the fact that, you know, where, yeah, in, in this very digital age where everything is just blown out of proportion and it, it happens so quickly, um, I guess back in 2012, 2013, when the swine flu was a thing, um, which proved to be quite deadly itself um, as, uh, you know, an illness. And 
we didn't have that widespread media effect at that time, I suppose, because social media was still finding its footing. Uh, Facebook, I'd only gotten Facebook very early on in that stage and I guess other forms of media as well just weren't as influential as what they have become now. And to be honest, fear sells and that was that theory that I was trying to get into earlier is the idea that more people tune into the media, uh, you know, news outlets such as 7 News here in Australia or 10 News at 6 and 7 p.m. And I guess the volume of people tuning in means that that can generate more revenue for the stations because, you know, advertisers see that as an opportunity to really advertise their products because more people are tuning in uh, during that portion of time. So it's becoming a, a... a bit of a media and financial hotspot and they're, they're reaping the benefits of that because fear sells, like I said. And I think that is why uh, the news coverage has been blown out of proportion in some aspects. Now, you can uh, seek out more reliable sources. I've found myself, and this is an, an unbiased lens um, because I, I guess you're 50-50 on where you land um, on a lot of opinions that are, um, are based on any news outlet, but I do see that the ABC and the SBS have been probably the most accurate and um, uh, least influential um, news outlets at the time, I guess, because there's no financial benefit for those outlets. They are government operated, so they're reporting facts as far as statistics and, I guess, um, the precautions that need to be taken in situations like this, like... I mentioned before, we are running short on toilet paper, canned goods, uh, hand sanitizers, all in supermarkets at the moment. In my local town of Tamworth, there was a gentleman who was tased and arrested for an altercation in a Big W store, which for those who don't know and who are listening internationally, Big W is like our Walmart. It's a big department store. Um, And what happened was, yeah, apparently there was an altercation broke out over some toilet paper. A man was tased and arrested, which is hilarious, but it's also just absurd that things like this are happening in this day and age. It just feels very barbaric and very, I, I don't know, it just feels very um, juvenile and, and real prehistoric in, in, in the way that it's, I guess, influencing people. And we've had the recent cancellation of events such as the Grand Prix that was going to be in Melbourne this weekend. Uh, the Royal Easter Show has been cancelled. Um, Vivid as well was an announcement this morning. The CMC Music Festival up in Queensland. There's plenty of events that are being cancelled. And Scott Morrison, our Prime Minister, has come out and said, yeah, we need to take precautions in regards to uh, events larger than 500 people because, yeah, you know, all it takes is that one person to come in, which is true, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, if you're more likely to contract a virus like that if it's hand-to-hand contact or an infection as it is, um, yeah, you're more likely to catch that from, you know, public transport and places like that and or, or just, you know, going to a public restroom and, and things like that. I mean, if you're a crook, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm crook, I'm definitely not thinking about going to the football and I'm not thinking about going to a music festival. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel well. I'm going to stay in bed and get better. Even if you've spent money on events, I've missed out on going to things because I haven't been well before. It's just what happens. And I feel that the ideas of that are just really, really strange to me. And I can understand it because we have countries... Um, I guess uh, France and Spain today, Spain announcing that they're having a 15-day lockdown um, of trade and everything. Everyone's just been told stay in your homes for 15 days until we get this under control. Uh, France is shutting cafes, uh, tourist hotspots and places like that because they don't want 
an outbreak or to get any worse than what it is. And I mean, it's being classified from the World Health Organization as a pandemic at the moment. But to me, the real pandemic is actually fear and the fear that's created from these events. We just have just, you know, a reactionary thing. People hearing that toilet paper is running out, so more people are going out to buy toilet paper. And it just is a chain of events that just keeps going and going. And it just seems to be very... I don't know. It just seems to be very, very strange to me, but I, I can understand it because, yeah, it's just the way that our society is built up these days. And it's just, it's crazy. Like I said, everyone has a voice and uh, social media has made those people's voices heard, I guess. And, you know, if there are things like, oh, there's no toilet paper and Woolies at the moment, then, you know, people are going to rush and find toilet paper. And then we're in a situation where we're on a you know, a nationwide shortage or worldwide shortage because America's going through the same issues as well. But it's just, yeah, it's crazy to think about. And like I said, going back to the idea of these movies being postponed, a lot of it is due to financial uh, decisions. Uh, Disney made the smart decision to release Frozen 2 this weekend on Disney+. Plus. People staying in and like, hey, I want to watch Frozen 2. I'll get a Disney Plus subscription. It's a clever marketing ploy. It's definitely not from the goodness of Disney's hearts. We all know it's a money game. And I guess they're capitalizing on that. They released Rise of Skywalker early on digital platforms too, hoping there's to see a rise in sales there. And I guess other movies, like I said, A Quiet Place Part 2, um, which I was really excited for, and that was my planned next review. And it's not going ahead. So you've got to think of businesses in that perspective too. I know that my local theater um, from my hometown of Tamworth is going through a bit of a financial hardship at the moment regardless of this coronavirus outbreak. So this is just something else that's really adding to that. Um, and yeah, I, I guess I can see it having both effects. So you have the idea that these movies will be postponed so that they can make more money when it comes to their actual release because people will be actually able to go out and watch them. But I see it having a reverse effect on a lot of these films, uh, especially James Bond. It was the first one that was postponed. And I believe that the postponing was definitely because of it had nothing to do with the actual landscape of what's going on, but rather in, in more of a health sense, it was more of a financial decision because uh, the James Bond films make absolute bank over in China. They always have. And that's a huge um, portion of their audience. So I guess their reaction there was, yeah, we don't want to release it at the moment because China is inundated at the moment with cases of coronavirus and their government is, you know, trying to uh, contain this virus and uh, trade has been affected and everything's affected over in China at the moment. So they're not going to be wanting to go out and watch new movies. So we're going to postpone No Time to Die until November. And I just think it's going to have a bit of a reverse effect. I mean, Billie Eilish's track No Time to Die, which I really enjoy, uh, has been already released. So by the time that that one comes out in November, I feel that track's going to be overplayed and a lot of people are going to be like, I don't really, yeah, I thought I already seen that movie because that was meant to come out in March and I feel like it's just going to be swept under the rug because, I mean, you have other releases that are already hitting cinemas at that time of year anyway. So I just think it's really interesting and the halting of production of a lot of shows and films as well. Uh, Disney have halted their production for two weeks of a lot of their uh, adaptations at the moment. Um we have Thor Love and Thunder, which uh, began filming here in Australia um, on the Gold Coast during the week. It has halted production after two, after only starting for two days. Uh, Warner Brothers has halted production on The Matrix 4 and, and, and other films as well. And I, I can understand. Uh, I mean, I, I get it. It's a reaction at the moment with what's going on. And I guess people are just seeing it as, hey, we're still getting paid, so we might as well just have a couple of weeks off. But 
it's just, yeah, it's just crazy to think that this is all a reaction to something that I believe um, that people just take the precautions. You know, if you're not well, just stay in bed. You don't need to go out and do things. And I get the idea of trying to contain this until they can work out what to do with it um, and put it under control before, you know, things get progressively worse. But at the same time, I understand completely um, the thought process behind it. I really do. I just don't really necessarily agree with it. I, I think that the idea of this fear-mongering from the media in particular, it is really having an effect on businesses, on trade, on a lot of things at the moment with people selling their shares. And, you know, we're gonna we're on the brink of a recession and it's just a worrying thought. And I think that's more of my concern uh, and where it actually lies. The virus itself, you know, if you get it, you get it. You know, you treat it as it comes, I guess. But I can understand the precautions that are wanting to be taken but I just don't necessarily agree with them. I just think that it's being blown a little bit out of proportion and I feel that the effects are going to be a lot greater in the coming months than what they are being seen as now. And it just worries me and I am concerned and that's why I wanted to talk about it and just level, um, I guess, my thoughts and just really yeah, get to the, the crux of it and how I feel about it. But on a more positive note regarding that, um, I will try and get out and see whatever movies I haven't seen. Like I said in my last podcast, there's been a few films this year that I have been too busy to go and see. And films that, like I said, I didn't necessarily want to go see, like Birds of Prey. Did not want to see that. Sonic the Hedgehog, I'm sorry. I, I know I've heard it's pretty good and it's making a lot of money, but I didn't really care enough to go and see it either. Um, Bloodshot's in cinemas at the moment, the Vin Diesel actioner, and I was going to go and see that, but... Yeah, I'll probably go out and see those films now that I have the opportunity, and I guess they're going to be the only things playing in cinemas for the coming months. So I guess we'll see a bit of a holdover effect at the box office regarding that. But it is just really interesting, um, yeah, to see exactly what films will play well over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Onward has been pushed up uh, for an Australian release to, to March 26 now, so in a couple of weeks uh, I'll be definitely going to check that one out. And like I said, I'll probably go and check out the um, Vin Diesel action film as well, Bloodshot. Uh, it looked terrible from the trailers and I'm expecting it to be terrible. But hey, I'm excited to go and see something a little different. I also want to play catch up on a few movies that I missed over the last couple of years as well. There's been a lot of films that have hit the shelves recently as far as Blu-ray and DVD releases that I'm interested in talking about. Um, and a lot of films that I'm... I guess excited to talk about too that I haven't had the chance to. I've wanted to do a Game of Thrones Season 8 review for quite some time and I think now's the perfect time to do that because I'm not going to have any new releases to talk about. So let's talk about some that have already hit the shelves. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to get to the bottom of that and really tackle some films that are important to me and films that I don't necessarily get the chance to talk about because there is such an onslaught of new releases and you can understand from... I guess, um, reviewing perspective to get noticed and acknowledged amongst an onslaught of fantastic podcasts that are out there, but you do need to stay current and relevant. And that's what I'm going to try. That's what I've been trying to do. But I guess because of circumstances, I'm just unable to do that at the moment, um, which a lot of people are. So I guess it's time to be a little different um, and speak more from, I guess, things that I really like and things that I want to talk about. There's a lot of films out there that I love um, that I haven't reviewed before and films that I haven't seen in a long time. So I'm catching up on a few different things, a few TV shows. I would love to do a review of The Outsider, which I finished last week, which I've thoroughly enjoyed. Um, one of HBO's high points, I would say, over the last couple of years. Um, making my way through Watchmen as well. I want to talk about The Boys. There's plenty of TV shows out there that I would love to 
uh, the chance to actually get into and really talk about. There's also a lot of um, movies that are, you know, that that I just don't get to talk about. I, you know, I love The Simpsons. I would love to do a, a, an episode just talking about my favorite episodes of The Simpsons and things like that. So. I guess I, I don't really have a plan as such at this stage, um, but I will be trickling out reviews as I see them, I guess. Um, I'm going to be watching some films that I really want to talk about, uh, The Exorcist being one of them, uh, one of my favorite films of all time. Max von Sydow, unfortunately, during the week passed away. And uh, yeah, I would really love to talk about that film. I've done a brief review of it before on my page, but I guess it would be really cool to actually sit down and talk about it. I wanted to wait until Halloween for that one, but I mean... There's that many horror movies out there that I'm sure I'll find a film to fill its void. But I'm really excited about these next couple of months in that respect. I'm really keen to actually talk about other films that have inspired me and films that have really um, stuck with me and stood the test of time um, since I've actually seen them. Films that really got me into filmmaking and have really, I guess, made me think um, a lot about what I what, what my passion is in regards to that. So I am really excited to actually get uh, into that. So I'll put up a bit of a schedule in the next couple of days once I work out what films I actually want to talk about. And I guess I would love for you guys to get a bit in, uh, you know involved as well. If you have any films that you want me to review, um, send me a message. I'd be happy to check out some uh, films. I'll put up a post even um, if you want to comment uh, some films you'd like me to review. I'd be really yeah excited to actually talk about some of those films and really get to, yeah, explore what's out there. Because I guess um, you don't really have this downtime when it comes to doing this sort of thing because, yeah, you there's constantly new releases that you're, you know, more not obliged to talk about, but releases definitely that I guess people want to hear about what my thoughts are um, and how I feel about certain films and everything as well. So it's just exciting, yeah, to the prospect of me talking about films that maybe you guys haven't seen as well and you can discover new releases and that sort of thing. It's just exciting to um, think about that. So I'm really excited and I, I guess I'm going to use this time to really get to the bottom of what my plan is going forward in regards to doing reviews because this could be ongoing for a few months. Um, we haven't heard any releases being delayed from May onwards, but I mean, it could happen so I guess we'll wait and see. But at the moment, I would really like to tackle a few of these releases and really get into it and I guess talk about um, a lot of films that are out there and films that I haven't had the chance to talk about before. So I am very excited about this. But I think the bottom line here, here is, guys, just be sensible. Um, you know you, you know what to do. Uh, you don't need to listen to what the media is, um, I suppose, advising and really panicking, I guess. Um, I was just reading a post before on the ABC website where they were talking about the potential shutdown of businesses in the Sydney area and uh, a few of the comments underneath there regarding, I guess, the the pandemic at the moment of there being no toilet paper and people stockpiling on supplies and that sort of thing. And our health minister said, you know, you can go and do that, but there's no need to do that at the moment. Just just make sure that you've got the adequate supplies that you would normally need. There's nothing stopping you from going to the supermarket and picking up a few things. And I guess the onslaught of people actually going to the supermarket at the moment is creating those crowds that we've been advised against. Anyway, um, going down the street yesterday, I would say that there was in one of the shopping centers, there was well over 500 people in there. Um, and I guess you've just got to Really, yeah, just think about it and just act sensibly and reasonably. I think that's the main key here is just to really not worry about um, 
not, not worry too much about it. We, we've had these sort of ep- epidemics before and ep- epidemics that have been a lot worse. So just be sensible. Treat it like you would if you were going to be sick um, regardless, if you're going to have a cold or if you, you know, if you're going to, I don't know, just if you're going to be sick or you are sick, just stay put, be calm. It's going to be okay. That's just the bottom line here, guys. But thank you for listening um, and stay tuned for, I guess, more content coming soon. I'm surprised myself. I don't even know what I'm really doing, but I'm excited to really get into it and talk about some of these films that I've mentioned and really have a look and enjoy myself over the next couple of months to really check out the films that have made me who I am, I guess, and me enjoy what I do and, you know, everything that has made this possible for me as well. And yeah, I'm just really excited to get to the crux of all that and really enjoy myself in that respect. I keep saying crux, which reminds me of a time back in high school, we had this crazy ancient history teacher. Um, he was not a very good teacher. He was pretty terrible. But I, he always used to say, get to the crux of it, get to the crux. I mean, I had no idea what he was talking about. But as I get older, I'm like, crux is a fantastic word. Anytime I can use that word, I will definitely use it. But that's a little side note anyway, guys. Thank you all for listening. And yeah, stay tuned for great reviews coming up to you very shortly. Peace out. 